Yeah. All right, Stefan Everett's here. We are at Glen Helen. Uh, good and uh, bad day for KTM, huh? Well, actually, I'm I'm satisfied with mm -hmm. the overall result. You know, MX2 uh, it was pretty much dominating with Ken and uh, and Jeffrey. Um, you know, both are doing good uh, so far in the championship, and yeah, Ken has been doing extreme well, uh, mm -hmm. coming from Supercross to GP, Supercross back to the GP. So, what he's been showing everyone is uh, is unbelievable. Uh, mm -hmm. And the MX1 guys, I mean. Uh, Tony was good in the first race and uh, he was a bit unlucky in the second race. He made a crash with Steven Fossar or something happened there and yeah. he didn't catch up anymore. And uh, yeah, Max Nagel, he was second overall and yeah, he's only six points behind uh, the leader. So um, actually, we, we can't complain about yeah. the MX1 result. Yeah, I guess Caroli is just racing and, and Nagel came on strong at the end. Your MX2 guys. Um, What's it like? With, like they're obviously one and two. They're clear the two two favorites. Do you have to find yourself policing them here and there? No, not yet. You know, uh, at the moment it's it's obvious that uh, that Ken is really the fastest guy, and mm -hmm. there's not been a, a straight battle yet on the track. And you know, uh, all all both riders have been so far fair to each other. Mm -hmm. And of course, of course, uh, you know they want to win. Uh, both of them and want to win the championship, but mm -hmm. until now everything is going well, so the season is still very long. Right. And Caroli's knee, how is that? Well, uh, Tony's knee was was coming slowly better. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he hurt his back with his with his last crash uh, in the mm -hmm. second motor, but his knee uh, is not 100%. He don't have the full confidence to mm -hmm. put the leg out yet, but. He, he did pretty good, I mean, with the conditions we had today in the morning with the, with the mud and the deep ruts, uh, he, he did pretty good in the first moto, he mm -hmm. finished second and he tried hard um, towards the end to, to catch uh, the Sal, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't work, so, uh, you know, Clément rode a strong race and uh, he, was, he was the best today. Uh, how does this track rank to you as far as a GP track? How, how is this place? Does it belong on the schedule? Is it much tougher? Is it much different? Where does this thing rank in terms of all the tracks you go to? I think it's a really, uh, really cool track. Everyone likes this track, you know. You know the the people here from Glen Helen, they they do a great job and they make something spectacular, uh, not only for the riders but also for the public. And it's a shame that the public is is missing, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, um, it's it's really ranking. Uh, it's really deserves to have a GP here. Uh, the mm -hmm. track is awesome. Does it uh, disappoint you or bum you out that the American fans and riders don't come out here to see you guys? I mean. You know, does it, does it get you a little uh, bummed out because you come from the era of USGPs, you know, being a big deal? Well, in a way, um, yeah, it's, I'm a bit bummed out with the public, of course. But, um, you know, if you don't have the top American riders here, uh, it's difficult to get them out. Uh, you know, our European riders are not that, that popular and that famous here. Um, but we all fully understand, you know, that the schedule they have in US with this going uh, super cross to the nationals is so tight and so busy that they they prefer to have a weekend off and mm -hmm. I think if, if we could find some more weekends off in between that the schedules have a little bit more room in between I think it's, it's possible to get more riders out here uh, and you have to be excited about KTM USA and just I mean there's a big buzz Oxen obviously winning some uh, supercross race and, and short and unless he's looking better on a 450 and Musquin's getting better you have to be excited about KTM's USA yeah, uh, you know, since that, that Roger is on board, mm -hmm. uh, 
that of course uh, was a really big step you know uh, we have to look everything in steps and first we worked hard in Europe and we worked hard on the bikes and you know we're happy to have Roger now there and he's really the guy to to bring us here on top of mm -hmm. on top of the chart and uh, you know it takes of course some time and we need to slowly think about uh, you know top riders to get on the team we have good riders we have Muskan we have Roxen mm -hmm. and uh, you know uh, we have to give it some time, but I, I'm sure that within three years we, we can really uh, put, you know, race for, for championships. A real program together. Uh, what about Alessi's decision to go on a 450? You've been vocal as saying, you know, KTM's future is a 350. You guys believe in it, obviously, but uh, what do you think of his choice on the 450 for outdoors? You know, we leave every rider uh, free of their decision which bike they want to ride, and that was also the case with Antonio Carrioli last year when he uh, joined KTM, and it was his choice to ride a 350, and uh, really uh, he did a great job for us. Yeah. You know, being out with the 350 for the first year was 100 to see less, mm -hmm. and you know, getting world champion on that bike, and uh, and with with Alessi now, he he wants to go back to the 450 because last year he struggled. And it's up to the rider, you yeah. know. Andrew Short decided, you know, to stay on the 350. He was testing out with a 450, and eventually he loves the 350 more than yeah. the 450. And the same with Max Nagel, uh, you know, he was riding the 450s last year. As soon as he was starting to test with the 350, end of last year, he, it was obvious that he wanted to ride that 350. It's much better, and he likes it more. Mm -hmm. So, um, whatever, <laughs> you're fine with it. You know, whatever the rider feels comfortable with, but you know, once they make a decision, they have to stick with that for the rest of the season. Right. How much do you talk to Roger during the week, uh, or during the like? How much are you involved in USA decisions and things you guys are doing and all that? Well, we don't talk uh, like weekly, but you know, uh, I'm not the guy to teach Rogers, you know, things. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he knows the job better than I do. He's been around for many years, and you know, uh, we once in a while talk about things, you know, and. Uh, when I'm, I'm testing with some new things which come out in the next few years, uh, I give him a little update and uh, so uh, also on the results from, from Ken when he was around, we right. called a few times. So there is contact and like I said, you know, he knows what he's doing. Right. Well, it's cool to see you in Vegas. It's cool to see you here in America and uh, thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks, Stefan. Greg Alberton stumbled on you here in the Pro Circuit Pits. Uh, talk about today uh, as a fan. Well, it was good to see them again. It's it's amazing how much it changed since I was out there. I don't really uh, know many of the riders, obviously the few, uh, but no, the pace is good. I mean, DeSalle really was flying and so was Roxon and uh, uh, very impressive. I mean, they certainly deserve to win. I feel like when you rode them, it was a bit of an upset for a European to come over and do well. But now any of these guys today, the front runners, would, would be right up with the American riders. Do you think that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, fast is fast, no matter mm -hmm. where you are. And I remember back in my day, I mean, when you were coming over for Bud's Creek and that, I mean, we certainly were expected to win. And back in those days, you had LaRocco, you had, uh, I think Stanton did a few. I mean, there was the top guys that were doing it. It was, right, right. you know, kind of mandated. So, uh, no, I mean, it was competitive racing. But uh, I wish to see more Americans out there, but I totally understand why they're not. Right. I mean, they're exhausted. They've had, uh, you know, basically 16 races in a row. I don't mm -hmm. blame them. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Uh, what do we got to do? What, what schedule this thing at the end of the year? Um, you know, that's a tough call. I mean, even then, they're 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 exhausted. So you know, and, and also these guys are making enough money that it's not really an incentive. I think the only way that you could force them to ride is if the factory said we need you to ride. Simple right. as that. And, and that's the only reason. Yeah. 
And uh, and the fans, it looks like the fans need an American rider too a little bit, uh, judge, judging by the amount of people that have been here the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, obviously today it didn't help the fact that it was pouring with rain this morning. I'm sure most people, including myself, uh, second guess whether we should come out. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely disappointing. I wish that the American public could appreciate the history and obviously all the, the, the nuances of the sport that come from Europe. It definitely is a different element. But, you know, uh, if they're not exposed to it that much, they probably never will. Right. Uh, most impressive rider for you today? You know, I didn't watch uh, Roxon that much, mm -hmm. uh, but DeSalle impressed the heck out of me. I mean, just like he did at Unadil. The guy's right. strong. I think he kind of controlled both races and uh, rode very impressively. And I think he, he'd have a good future over here. I don't know how good he is at Supercross, right, but certainly right, outdoors. Right. Cool. Thank you. Pleasure. Hey, Bobby, uh, uh, good job today, man. Uh, third place overall. And, uh, and talk about it. Yeah, that's uh, really awesome because that's the first time in my life and everybody been waiting for that for a long time and uh, people from Russia, like my f uh, family, so and now they for sure they're really excited. Like um, it's four o'clock in the morning at the at the moment, so and uh, yeah, I think when the many guys wake up and they will see the results, so they'd be really yeah. happy. Yeah, that's really good, and um, I can say. Thanks to Honda Volt Motocross team uh, and uh, they're really like behind me, really strong group. So and uh, yeah, you can see really results. Right. I would guess the last Russian was Moiseev, yeah. uh, like in the 70s. 77. Yeah, okay. you win Volt Championship and uh, that's really good history. Um, I have uh, also race x a big like five pages of the Moiseev yep, yep. from the long times ago. Yeah, but like I would like to see him. <laughs> And speak about the um, old times how it was, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I never couldn't see him. Right. Like, um, yeah, you know, it's really, really good history because we win uh, motocross for nation and uh, world championship. It was really big, strong uh, mm -hmm. Russian team before. What's it like growing up in Russia and being a motocross racer? I mean, before you moved to Holland, where you live now, what was that like? Lots of tracks, lots of interest. I mean, how is it? How'd you get so good? Yeah, it was really difficult. Um, yeah, it was good, different life. Mm -hmm. But uh, also, I meet lots of people, so and uh, I get new friends. That's good. And um, just you know, to get on the top, you need to work really hard, uh, especially like for the GP in Russia. Like you can <laughs> get drunk <laughs> before the race and then still <laughs> win the race. But but here you must do. That's like Jason Lawrence did over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like here you must really working hard, and uh, that's what I've always been doing. But this year with the team, we've been like really working hard, and uh, that's really good. Like first time in the podium, it's right. awesome. Now, as an American that follows the GPs, I'd never really heard of you until last year. Uh, what made you? What happened so you made such a big step up last season? Yeah, and now this season again. Yeah, I moved to Mix One. The first thing, yeah. and uh, now I have, uh, like I said, really strong group and. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, good bike, really good bike, and uh, all like, good for me. And uh, we're still improving many things, mm -hmm. so it's getting better and better. The bikes, and uh, really we have friendly, friendly like family teams. Mm -hmm. So that really helps lots for right. the rider. Uh, talk about this track today. What do you think of the track? Uh, oh, in the morning, cause <laughs> I wasn't really happy. Like big triple and step up was oh man. <laughs> I like cased it twice and I yeah, was yeah. like, oh <laughs> shit, it was like big painful in the arms, but right. yeah, but then it get dry, uh, especially on the second race, mm -hmm. it was much, much better, more lines, more easy to ride, but first race just, uh, 
just a muddy and slippery so you must be careful to when you're braking and uh, when you on the yeah. throttle. Your teammate was chasing you down there in the second motor. You guys, that looks like you had a little nice little race. Yeah, like, uh, you know, that's the race. Okay. It's, it doesn't matter, like, a teammate or not teammate. And uh, I know, like, we, we're respecting each other, but still, like, uh, the championship is a championship. Everybody thinking about ourselves. Uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I was just giving all what I can. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy that's what I finished third because he was really on the wheel. Right, right. Yeah, uh, good things, and I guess now you got to start expecting podiums all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good <laughs> to do that. But like, uh, it's uh, ten people who can be on on the podium. So every every race uh, and every track is um, different for the riders. So maybe you know the guy who finished ten, he can be on the podium because he like he will like the track in Brazil, for example. Right, right. So I need to always uh, give hundred percent. Cool. Well, hey, man, good job today, and uh, quite a story, I think, coming out of uh, where you're coming from and, and first podium since for your country forever, so good job. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. Hey, Zach Osborne, uh, tough day, first moto, but uh, great ride in the second. Thank you. Yeah, um, I had a, you know, it was like a game time decision whether I was going to ride or not, mm -hmm. and then um, I ended up riding and doing okay, you know, I got it out a little bit. Um, in the first race I went down and I was at the point to where I was like kind of almost ready to pull off because mm -hmm. I was in a lot of pain and didn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel but I just kept charging on and um, ended up with ninth and then um, with uh, the second race I got a decent start and um, worked my way up to fourth so I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, what happened to your hand and uh, or just tell us what happened? Um, I just made a stupid little mistake on one of the step ups and Ansi was going around the Outside, I just yeah. Yesterday, I'd just gone uh, gone up the inside of him, and he was on the outside, and I messed up and kind of squirreled out, and uh, he landed on top of me. And when he did, my throttle, my throttle hand was still on the throttle, and he hit me in the elbow, so it kind of like jammed my wrist mm -hmm. right down. And um, yeah, it's just been really sore. I've never really dealt with anything like that, so um, it's uh, it's kind of a good result to push through it. Yeah, you have to be pretty pumped because you were second, second to last in the in the first moto, and you finished uh, ninth. So good ride. Yeah, I mean, that's there. You couldn't ask for much right. more, you know. Um, at one point, I saw Baker, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to get that guy." <laughs> but um, no, overall, it was a good yeah. day, and uh, you know, I moved up to fourth in the world. I'm 30 points out of third, which seems like a lot, but anything can happen, you know. So yeah. just um, try to get my wrist better and charge on into next weekend. Dude, this track's gnarly. In a second moto, man, you never gave up. It had to have been Yate and Cees Roost for a long time. Yeah, the track was gnarly to say the least. I mean, those two jumps are massive. You know what I mean? I mean, they are big. And uh, even, you know, at the top of the jumps, they got little ruts and you're just kind of all over the place. So you really had to be on top of it every lap, every, you know, every corner. So, you know, um, I had my X-Brand goggles on prepared by Steve Mathis and that kept me clear vision the whole time I was behind Ansty and the roost and uh, just can't thank those guys enough. Fantastic. Not uh, that you're interviewing me or anything, but I mean, right. you know. <laughs> um, hey, like, so do you like, uh, do you enjoy, I mean, you're, you're, you're East Coast guy, but you like coming here in front of the fans. Did you feel it a little bit? Uh, in the second race, whenever I was behind Ansty, I was loving it. I mean, they were over the fence, waving the towels. I was in like so pumped on it. I mean, um, and then when I went past ANSI, they were even more over the fence, so it was a pretty awesome feeling. What do we got to do to get more American fans and riders out to this thing? Because it is kind of cool. It is Man, it's sweet being here. If a hundred grand don't bring them out, I don't know what <laughs> is. I mean, 
freaking hey, I don't care how much money you're making, 100 grand is still a good chunk of change, especially if you think you can win, you know? I mean, um, I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, last question, uh, what do you got to do? Rocks and hurling seem to be a level above you. What do you got to do? What's the plan? Um, yeah. I don't mean that as an insult. No, no, I, I, I'm fully aware that they're a step ahead of me. Even, you know, maybe Tommy is a little bit ahead of me. I think um, mainly just the first few laps, you know, my, my fitness has been good. I've had a lot of uh, good rides at the end of the races this year and fastest laps have been at the end. But, I mean, you know, they start right there in the front and I, I start 10th and by the time I get to 4th, there, you know, Tommy was 20 seconds clear of me by the time I got into fourth. So it's hard to it's hard to ride from the back. So I think I need to get better starts, and um, the rest will come. Cool. Thank you. Thank you.